Good morning, KSL News Time is 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. Building a Major League Baseball stadium in Salt Lake City could cost taxpayers $900 million if a new bill supporting the effort is signed into law. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with details. Adam? Amanda, Representative Ryan Wilcox has introduced a brand new bill aimed at supporting the plan to build a new MLB stadium and develop around it on Salt Lake City's west side. Now, according to the bill text, it would limit taxpayer support or bonding to help the project at it would be half the cost of developing and constructing a qualified stadium. The bill text $900 million. Now, this would also get a lot of help from outside the state. How? The bill would increase the hotel tax statewide from just over three-tenths of a percent to almost two percent. The Larry H. Miller Company has already committed $3.5 billion towards this massive project on the west side. Now, this bill still has yet to be heard by a committee, and we are just over a week before the end of the legislative session. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Salt Lake City is considering a proposal to lease a little over an acre of Sunnyside Park to the University of Utah for a new school baseball stadium. KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson reports. Commenter and university professor James Webster told the council that many flaws makes this a terrible plan. There's th- over 35 feet of grade change across this property. Everybody says, okay, we're not going to have a wall. We're going to have a 20 to 25 foot wall just as a retaining wall in left field. When you move around to right field, you have another 12 foot wall. It is just an infeasible plan in so many ways. Local rugby coach Robert Kingsford says it's a great idea and hopes a new ballpark would bring attention to the needs of area teams who utilize that park. The council will take further action at a later date. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. A new bill could soon restrict what our local government can do with our personal data. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston is live with more. Peter? Amanda, Utah's chief privacy officer has waited for this for a long time. And that would essentially mean that we would clearly establish for government entities in, in a single act what the privacy obligations are. That's Chief Privacy Officer Chris Bramwell. He's worked with legislators on a bill that regulates how and when your data gets used by the state government. A new bill would prevent government agencies from selling residents' data unless required by law and also requires them to monitor and report on how that data gets used. Here's what the government has to do. So some examples would be um, when we collect personal information, how do you give notice to individuals of how that data is going to be used? Anyone else that data may be shared with? Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. The Utah State Senate will be asked to determine whether a government employee's daily calendar is part of the public record. Senator Curtis Bramble told the Senate committee existing law excludes daily calendars and personal notes from the public record. If it's involving the people's business and you're a legislator, that constitute and there's a communication, text message, email, written, uh, voicemail, that would constitute a record under grammar. But your personal uh, communications are not a record under grandma. But he says the state records committee made a decision that appears contrary to that when they ordered state attorney general Sean Reyes to turn over his calendar as part of an investigation by KSL. A hearing into his appeal of that order is scheduled for next week. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. An American Airlines flight had a different type of scare when a man reportedly tried to open the emergency exit door mid-flight. Passengers are now speaking out. Blaze Ward tackled the man when he saw what he was trying to do. I could hear the actual difference in pressure. There was a whistling. And so we got him. We got him out of his seat. We unbuckled the the harness, pulled him down onto the the ground, and that's where we applied the duct tape and uh, one of the flex cuffs. 
The man is in police custody and the FBI is investigating the incident. The former FBI informant accused of lying about President Biden and his son has been released on bond. ABC's Perry Russom has more now from Washington. Alexander Smirnoff leaving court in Las Vegas yesterday. A judge released him under the conditions that he restrict his travel, hand over his passport, and wear an ankle monitor. Smirnoff is charged with lying to the FBI, claiming the Bidens accepted millions in bribes from Burisma, a Ukrainian energy firm. Federal prosecutors say Smirnoff Smirnoff has now admitted that officials affiliated with Russian intelligence were involved in passing along that story, which prosecutors say was fabricated. House Republicans have used Smirnoff's bribery allegation as a justification for their long-shot effort to impeach President Biden. There is no word on what this means for the president's impeachment inquiry. First look traffic now, and over to you, Andy. Amanda, we start off with really snowy conditions for traffic going through Sardine Canyon. So bad that they're requiring chains or four-wheel drives for all vehicles. Again, that's from Brigham City to Logan. As you get further south, closer to Salt Lake City, the roads change from snowy to wet. And then uh, in the valley, you've got wet roads, but not active rain coming down at the moment. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Got a strange story out of Colorado this morning when uh, where a man died after getting bitten by his own pet. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with that story. Michael. Tim, this man was 34 years old and he owned two Hia monsters. It turns out one of them bit the poor guy and he wound up dying four days later. Now, Hia monsters are pretty well known in the Southwest, but what's rare is their bites usually aren't fatal to us humans. Matter of fact, the last time someone bought the farm from a Hia bite was back in 1930. Now, it's possible our guy suffered an allergic reaction to the venom. As for the Hia monster itself, it's been taken to a lab at the University of Northern Colorado for further study. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. A space capsule is supposed to land in Utah today. KSL News Radio's Britt Johnson has more. Co-founder of Varda Space Industries, Dalian Asbruoff, says the area west of Salt Lake City has just the right conditions for landing a space capsule. And as we were debating, sort of where was the best uh, location for reentry, um, that it turned out that basically, you know, Salt Lake City uh, ended up being the you know, sort of right place to do that because there is this sort of Utah test and training range. This isn't the first time we've had a landing at the Utah test and training range. Back in 2004, NASA's spacecraft Genesis landed here. Asbruov is also excited to be back here as a former student at West High. Britt Johnson, KSL News Radio. It was a big night for college basketball in the state with two of our local teams hosting top 25 opponents. BYU hosted 11th-ranked Baylor at the Marriott Center. The Cougars got off to a slow start. I think they were trailing by nine early, but later in the game, the three started dropping. Jackson. Jackson for three. Yes! He hits it left side, and BYU's by eight. You get a kick out of that, don't you? I do. BYU took the lead just over half, or just before half, and didn't look back. They beat the Bears by seven. In Logan last night, the Utah State Aggies hosted the 19th-ranked San Diego State Aztecs. Utah State led for most of the game and held off a late push by the Aztecs to get the five-point win. Real Salt Lake opens their season tonight on the road against Inter-Miami and their superstar Lionel Messi. Miami also added Messi's former Barcelona teammate Luis Suarez. There is some controversy surrounding the start of the MLS season as the league has an ongoing dispute with the Professional Soccer Referees Association. Mm. That means we could see replacement refs officiating matches. 